Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. We um, we pulled an audible last night, um, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. And we still don't know if we pull another one right now. And we are. We we got it. Yeah, we got we got it. I, I, hey. You know, I went to work immediately when we pulled that audible. We're good. Do you want me to set why we pulled the audible? Absolutely. So yeah, so we had, you know, in, in the housekeeping and everything, we were encouraging you guys to do videos on, on how you implement successfully and whatnot and whatnot and whatnot. And, uh, at, and yeah. can we get the, um, the uh, cash boxes going too? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we, out of 1,500 people, we got... Well, we now have... I know, no, but, but where did it... Last start? night, we had Two. Two. So that either means that. <laughs> That's what it means. That you guys do not have a clue on how to implement. Um, or you didn't hear Tom Ferry talk about forget what you look like and do a video anyway. Um, or you just didn't want to get called out or all those things, I guess. So I got on the phone. Mm-hmm. And on text. And so we now have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine videos. Nine videos. Hey, you know what? You get what you asked for. So I started asking. <coughs> so what we're going to do, so we did pull an audible. I've asked three of the, the people that did, um, sent me the video. And I will tell you the one of the ones was Mr. Wally. And so I always appreciate him because, he, you know, and that's one of the reasons that Wally's so successful. He's like, okay, I'm doing it right. When I went and asked him yesterday afternoon, he did it immediately. So I love that. That was that immediate thing Where for me. Where did Wally go? Was he's behind like stage oh, because he he's coming on. on. I, hey, I got this. I got this, Mr. It's Mr. all Duncan. delegated. I love it. Mr. Duncan, I got this. You give me content, I'm going to make it happen, okay? So I'm good. So we have, um, we're going to bring out three of, of, of the people that are, have the videos, and then we're going to just show the other ones because the other ones were great, and then just of tips of how to implement. And so um, we have... Um, I believe the first one we have is Ryan Kramer, I believe, uh, David, because you're, you're running the show back there. Um, but if you can go ahead and uh, show Ryan Kramer's uh, tip on how to implement, that'll be great. Hopefully this works. Good morning. Uh, my name is Ryan Kramer, and uh, I'm actually uh, one, of the, one of the students in the High Trust Coaching. And uh, it's funny, talking about implementation, uh, one of uh, the things that my coach said about me is that I was an uh, implementation machine because uh, he knew that when I got back from mastery and uh, I got back from doing uh, High Trust Sales Academy for the second time, I literally would lock myself up uh, in my room at my office and uh, I would not leave until I had everything done. Uh, so what I do to implement is I just, as I call it, stop, drop, and roll. I just stop it. I drop everything. And uh, I roll right into it, and uh, I basically rewrite everything that I learned, all the notes, I retype them, I organize them, um, and then I find ways, and I take the easiest things to do first, um, and I put them in order, and I just do them, and then keep going and going and going and get to the other ones, and I do about uh, five to seven at a time, and uh, that's it. So that's how I implement. 
Awesome. Very good. Very good. All right. So the next one we have is Marie Lau. I hope, Marie, I'm saying your name right. Maria, I hope I'm saying your name right. From Arkansas, and I love her accent. So, and if none of this goes right, I'm sorry, but because we're doing this, we're, we're ad-libbing, as you know. Okay, so Maria, let's do this. Hello, everyone at Sales Mastery. I hope y'all are all having a great time in San Diego. My name's Maria Law. I'm with Harvest Bank in Northwest Arkansas, and I am a non-producing manager of a team of 12 loan officers. Uh, most of my loan officers do have a loan assistant, and um, they work very closely together to um, get deals done. So Linda asked me to talk about implementation, and that has come at a good time because it is budget season for our best bank. So what we do is we come up with a number, all the mortgage lending managers, we're in 16 different markets, and we come up with our projections for 2018. At that time, we turn in that number to our sales manager, and he prepares the budget for the mortgage division. Now, I will schedule a meeting with my team of 12, and they will prepare for that meeting um, before we have it by doing a business plan. So I will send them the information they need to put together their business plan, and they will do it based on what they want to produce next year. So we do that as one aspect of the annual planning meeting, and then I also require them to read a book. So if you know loan officers, you have to keep the book short, and it has to grab their attention. So the one I've chosen for this year's annual planning is the $6,000 egg. So I'm very excited about this. So to prepare for the meeting, they'll do their budget, their projections, and they'll read this book. So the next step is to ask them, how are you going to get to that number? So we all meet, and we'll do some team building, and we'll do something fun, and then we'll go around the room, and everybody will give me their number. We'll add those numbers up. If it matches my number or is bigger, great. If not, we'll go back, and somebody gets to do more. So we hold each other accountable throughout the year. I do Monday morning sales calls, holding them even more accountable, and then I'll do one-on-ones throughout the year to even bring more accountability. So if you don't have a plan, you need to get one. Otherwise, you won't meet your numbers, and you need to write them down. Todd Duncan, I have collected many things throughout the years. You can't go home and implement everything here. Just select a few and implement those and keep it consistent, because if you keep it consistent, you're going to get business. Good luck. All right. Way to go, Maria. All right. <coughs> So the next one, hang, hang on. Hang okay, on. go ahead. So I, I, since this is organic, I want to tee off on, on that comment because uh, two days ago, we were halfway through the event and a gal in the audience came up to me and uh, she had tears coming down her cheeks and I looked at her and I said, what's wrong? And she said, I feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I said, why? And she said, because we're only halfway through the event and I have 23 things to do. And I looked at her tears and I said, if I had 23 things to do, I'd be crying too. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me kind of dumbfounded and I said, I am so grateful that you have 23 things to do. But in order to be really successful off that list, you need only two or three, not 23. You only need two or three to make things happen. And so part of implementation as we 
organically flow through this is mm -hmm. it is not about how many ideas you have. It is about having a, a filter and a sense of purpose and priority about what you want your business looking like in the future and, and lining up that business plan with what are the few things in the course of the next 12 months implemented perhaps in 90-day chunks that would completely transform your business and your life. And now, Ryan Kramer says, there are some daily things. There's little things. I can do five or six of these little adjustments. But what we really get paid to do is implement the ideas that give us lift. Okay, lift. And so to that point, I, I think uh, we need to understand. And I think sometimes too, Todd, people think if it's not perfect, they can't implement yeah. it. And, and they spend too much time trying to make it perfection yeah. versus just doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you don't change something, then that nothing yep. gets changed. So nothing changes if nothing changes. Okay, who's next? So, all right, so the next one we have is um, H.M. McKenzie. Hello, Sales Mastery 2017. My name is H.M. McKenzie. I work at Mortgage Management Consultants. That is MMC Lending out of Palmdale, California. I have been originating and helping families purchase homes since December of 2000. I have been in the mortgage industry since 1984 in all aspects of that. I, um, my production is a total of 39 loans year to date. That is two more than last year. I have funded 9.2 million, uh, which means I'm on target for about 150% higher than last year. I wanted to thank Todd and his team for putting on Sales Mastery. I've been attending Sales Mastery since 2001 with my mentor, Brad Sourceable. Uh, I came into Sales Mastery with the idea of signing up for Zillow and also uh, hiring a trainer so that I could lose 45 pounds. Uh, thank you, Jonathan. I just finished your book last month, and uh, I don't only want to meet my grandchildren, I want to be able to open and close Disneyland with them in 15 years. And we're getting our first one in March, so I'm super excited about that. Um, I've heard it said from the stage that the implementation is not sexy. I heard Linda Davidson say that again this morning, and she, it's very true. I have a system that I have implemented to get my implementation done. I, uh, it's pretty simple. On Saturday, when I get home from Sales Mastery, I use the basic legal pad. I have a page for marketing, a page for family ideas. I have um, books to read. Everybody gets its own page. And I spend almost a Saturday doing that. On uh, You will see on Tuesday in my calendar, when I sign up for Duncan, I actually uh, calendar three days a week, two hour time slots uh, for the first three weeks after Duncan in order to get all of my implementation done on the new things I'm gonna be doing. And of course, last but not least, my coach Michael uh, has been getting a text message each evening after Sales Mastery, letting him know the top three ideas and the three things that I think I need to get done so that he can help me be accountable. Uh, we hit the road running on Tuesday. Uh, again, I'd like to thank you, Todd, very much for all of you have done at Sales Mastery. And I'd like to thank my husband, the videographer, um, who I've been married to for 33 and a half years. I love that one. I knew you'd like that one. I know. That was good. So <clears throat> that, that gem right there. You guys should all take your phones out right now 
And you should pick a day starting next week with at least a two-hour block. You should fill that with uh, green or yellow. Green is money. Yellow is think time leading to money. And you should recur that time block every seven days. And you should end it on October 1st, 2018. And you should launch that on your calendar right now. And now when you walk out of this door today, you will have a two-hour implementation block every week for 52 weeks to remind you in that simple video mm -hmm. that your results are about making time to process what you've learned here and make consistently this connection to implementation. And let me just say this as a, as a side note, I promise you, you probably waste two hours right now every day, at least every week, by not implementing. So the solution for that is to spend two hours implementing so you don't waste two hours because you haven't implemented. Very true. That's rocket science, I know, for Friday morning on day four. I love it. But what does not, listen to this, what does not get calendared does not get done. Very true. I'd rather have implementation blocked every day for two hours and not need it than to never block it and wish I had. I agree. That is a good video. I know, I told you. All right, we next have Mike Raffi, and he is one of our elite members, and <coughs> he's doing his video. Hi, Mike Raffi with the Raffi Group here in San Diego. Here's how my team implements an idea. Even in an event like this, we go back and we identify two or three items that we feel our system could benefit from if we include it in our um, overall experience. Um, so the first thing is we get together with the team and we clearly define our objectives and visualize how that is going to change the experience and why it's important for us to make that change. We set a timeline on how long we have to have implemented this, um, the idea. Then we research and we seek advice and get input on how best to put it out there and ultimately identify the resources and key team members in my team that are going to help with executing on it and then eventually basically put it together and roll it out and worry about perfecting it along the way because I've learned over the past five years of attending Sales Mastery that you can't possibly walk out of something like this and expect to roll out everything that you think is a great idea. Um, so anyway, that's, that's our thing. And happy 25th anniversary, Mr. Todd Duncan and the entire Duncan group. Congratulations. Awesome. I'm proud to be a member of the elite group. And thank you for being my coach. Mm. My friend. Beautiful. All right. Um, so guys... We're gonna we're gonna skip the next one and go on to Dominique. Okay, never mind. Then we're gonna skip to the next one. All right, so I'm gonna bring out um, three people who sent in videos. In full disclosure, two of these people are loan officers in my branch that I made do in the room last night. So I um, delegated that they had to do a video. So, but I am actually going to bring them out because each of them have implemented a specific idea that has been very instrumental through their business. 
And then I've asked Wally to come out and uh, we're going to show his video and talk about, um, and he's going to share an idea that he's implemented also. So would you help um, me welcome Christy Osborne, Jennifer Alamon, and Wally Elworley. Thanks a lot. Where would you like us to sit? Go ahead and sit there, Christy Thurbon. Oh, we should just dance. Everybody up. Let's shake Woo. it out. Turn that up. Let's get some noise going. <laughs> Go. energy. I love Those that. Those guys are badass, man. They are badass. Catalyst knows what they are doing. You know what? They've done an awesome job. Yeah. They really have. We've enjoyed having them. I don't know where that sound bite comes from, but it sounds like Jim McMahon. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You're correct. Am I right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so guys, the, um, the next video we're going to play is Miss Christy Osborne's, and then she's going to talk a little bit about something that we have implemented into our branch, and it's an idea that she brought to the table, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. Okay, so um, please play Christy's video. Christy Osborne here, and I am submitting a quick video to talk about how I implement things after a conference like this. So I think one of the biggest dangers is that we get so much information, it's like a fire hydrant, and really what we need to do is funnel it down to like a water faucet. And so what I do is I take, as I'm going through each of the sessions, I'm writing down things that I know that I want to implement, just quick jotted down ideas of you know, I want to do um, videos through my status updates, or I want to do a behind the scenes of an LO. So I'll write those things down, and then when I get back home, I'll go through the workbook, and I will take out all those nuggets, and then I'll pick one or two that I want to implement right away. And those are the two things that I will action plan to, and I think that's super important that you write an action plan on how you're going to implement something into your business and exactly what that's going to look like. And then I'll implement those two things before moving on to anything else. And so once I've implemented those things and I'm happy with the way that looks in my business, then I'll go back and pull that notebook out again and see if there's other things that I want to implement into my business. And that's how I do it. Thanks smart. a lot. Yeah, All right, smart. very good, awesome. Christy. So 
Christy, you came to me um, a while back and we had a specific loan officer in our company that was had taken their business to a, a really whole different level. And so um, we went over and uh, we visited uh, this person and because uh, we wanted to see what it was because we saw, we were, you know, we, I'm a number watcher, so I watch everybody's numbers in the company because I hate to lose. Um, and so the, um, so I know I don't care about winning. I just hate to lose. <laughs> so um, the, um, so we uh, we were watching this person's numbers, and we really saw a huge increase. So we went over, and and uh, then we came back, and we implemented. But let's talk about how we did that. Yes, am I on? okay? I'm on. So. I would have done my video this morning if I had known I would just be behind you and not right here, but that's okay. Um, so the thing that we implemented was a dialer or a caller. So um, I came to Linda and I had um, heard about what this other loan officer was doing and like she said, we went out there and we looked at it and we swapped and adapted it. And um, Linda, the first thing she said was, well, tell me what this looks like in your business. Give me a plan, show me what this person would do, how many hours they would spend doing it, and come back to me. So I did that, um, and we hired this person probably mid-summer, and it's been going really good. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about what that implement implementation plan looked like. Um, so the first thing that we knew is that we were gonna have to find the right person for the job. So this person was probably not going to know anything about the mortgage business, and that was okay. What we really needed was someone who had the skills to strike up a conversation, that they were a very warm and friendly person, and that they were gonna remember from call to call the things that had been said on the last call, and really friend these people that um, she was gonna be calling. So we once identified that person, then we needed to um, look at, okay, exactly what would this person do? So I wrote out a detailed plan of initiatives of about 10 things that this person could do and would do as a caller. It didn't look exactly like what the other LO was um, doing, but it was what we felt like would be good for our branch. So we did that. And then um, once we had detailed that, then, okay, how's this person gonna be trained? Because they didn't really, have any mortgage skills, so we were gonna teach some basic mortgage knowledge, but also, um, what would they say? And so, having no mortgage history, we wrote out detailed scripts, so I spent a lot of time taking each initiative and underneath each initiative and each action plan, writing a script for what they would say, whether that was gonna be an email script or a phone call script or a text. So we actually detailed exactly what um, she would say. And that's at the beginning. And from that, she's been able to play off of that a little bit and kind of modified a little bit to her own style and her own self. But um, we needed a place for her to start. So we did that. Um, and then we didn't start with all nine or 10. We kind of broke it down to where she would start with just a few of those things at first and then gear up and stair step into all of the other things because if we had her doing 10 things at first, it would have been too overwhelming for her. So she's up to six now, and she's doing really good, and some of the things that she's doing for um, myself and two of the other LOs now um, is I have twice a month um, educational meetings for my realtor partners, um, sometimes social, but mostly educational, and she is um, calling and personally inviting people to those classes. And what that has really done has upped the attendance because we all know realtors, they say they're gonna come, 
they don't show up or they don't look at their email. So if you're just inviting them to something and you're only sending them an email, they're, they're not gonna show up. So she calls the day of the class and she confirms them and then she follows up after the class and she thanks them for attending. And we're really targeted now on who we are inviting and who she's spending time calling because we want specific partners at those events. And then um, as we identify the specific partners that we wanna target, she's calling them to set up a one-on-one -on -one with me after that. So that's been really um, eye-opening to see the attendance level that has increased and to see how we're getting the right people at those educational events. So let me, um, on this whole thing, there, there's, a, there's a lot of ways that you could take this, but remember what Tom said yesterday, the, the only purpose of marketing is to schedule an appointment, right? And so I want you to be thinking about in your business, what that would look like. And this is a, a real important element of having somebody on your team that is a, you know, is a, a caller, a chief calling strategist, or somebody on your team, one of our elite members uh, referred to her person as a chief follow-up officer. And I want you to be thinking about conversion. I want you to think, be thinking about the unique realtor experience. I want you to be thinking about um, what somebody on your team could play a role to, to be somebody who converts what you need at a higher level, yeah. whether it's realtors coming to a, a luncheon or an educational seminar, whether it's borrowers that, you know, that uh, are not ready to, to app right now and, and you need to have that follow-up system managed, whether you're using marketing or not, but just that call. You know, I, it, today if I were a loan officer, I would, one of the top positions I would have would be a lead conversion specialist. I'd have somebody on my team doing nothing but converting leads that I don't have the time to do because I'm busy consulting the people that have agreed to meet with me. I think that position is huge. It, I do too. And, and you know, but the thing when Christy brought this idea and we went to see this loan officer, I came back and I said, okay, then you've got to tell me what this looks like yeah. because you can't just make it up as you go along. And so I think that's a key part of implementation is you, you know, what does that in, look like at the end of the day? Now let's break it down so that, that we're not months behind trying to make it up as we go along. It's the outline is there. We, we're going to tweak it here and there, but the outline is there. And she's, she and Jennifer both spent a lot of time putting this together. And, um, and we, uh, we're, we're definitely implementing it um, further on into the team. And, and I'm sold into it as a branch manager Good. now because yeah. they did implement well. Thank you. So, all right. All right. So Jennifer um, Alamon in Salazar. Sorry, she just got married. Hey, congrats. <laughs> just 13 years year. of uh, saying Alamon. It's been a little bit you hard there. guys got a there. congratulations wedding song back there. Woo-hoo. <laughs> 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 But uh, Jennifer Almon Salazar, let's show her um, her video. Hey guys, my name is Jennifer Almon, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. Even I do it. And too. the idea that I really am planning on implementing first is from the session that Michael Regan uh, talked about the videos that he does and the awesome professional videos. But it it got my mind thinking about how I could go ahead and implement something similar. And so my thought is, whenever I speak with someone and get them pre-qualified, I have a checklist of things I do. Whether it's number one, call the realtor to let them know how things went. Number two, send them their homework list, is what we call of the, all the stuff that we need. Um, so I've got a list. One of the things on the list is that I text them to make sure that they received my email because it may have gone to junk mail or whatnot. So my thought is, is that on the days that I feel confident to send out a video is to send out a quick 
video and just text that video over that says, hey Brad, I it was a pleasure to speak with you today. I wanna make sure that you know that I emailed over your, um, I emailed over your homework list and just wanna make sure it didn't go to junk mail. Let me know if you didn't get it. Also, feel free to save this number because this is my cell phone number, so it'll be a great way for you to contact me. Um, the realtor, in, in this video, I would also throw in the realtor that you've chosen, Anne, is awesome. You are going to love her. You It does not get better than Anne. She's a wonderful, wonderful realtor. And the, the last thing that I thought I'd throw into this video is asking for a referral. Um, I love the idea of asking for it and not having any kind of awkwardness about it because it's just in a video so they don't have to respond, but making sure and telling them, hey, while you're at work if you in, or talking with friends, if you hear of someone that needs um, that's looking to purchase a home, make sure and, and please send them my information because I'd love to help out your friends as well. But that was the idea that I had that I, I definitely want to go ahead and implement to make it very personal and just do it with the clients that actually pre-qualify. I think that it would be a nice high touch for sure. Thanks. All right, Ms. Jennifer. So, um, so there's two things there that I want to hit on from an implementation standpoint. One is what Jennifer said about referral. And I, I want you to know something, that, that this idea of, of planting and harvesting is a very important thought for you to get in sales. And um, what I'm seeing starting to happen is definitively that with video, it is a natural thing to ask for referrals because you are connecting in a way that is very, very real. There's a human touch there. And um, if you think about what we talked about two days ago, that every single person to whom you might send this video, every person that you are interacting with that represent potentially giving you one seed to plant for a future loan, you would get all over this quickly. Early stat, video has up to a 36% juice factor on conversion using video and you're supporting dialogue around video when you're trying to convert somebody from prospect to client to loan that you have upwards of a you know, 3x on just conversion with video so we need to start really understanding the power of this tool especially based on what Tom told us here. absolutely just